Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to a surprise episode of the Multiverse Report. Tonight, we are recapping with spoilers, spoiler-filled recap and review and reaction to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse from Earth 928 to Earth 42 and everywhere in between. My name is Mike Gibson. With me, as always, Steve Haller. What's up, Steve? Did you see a movie tonight? Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) And I was... Yeah, I was blown away by said movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so much so that I texted Mike and was like, "Emergency pod, let's do this." Yeah, we're we're talking tonight. I got yeah. some things to say. Yep. So, so. Um, if you're just seeing this in your feed and you have not seen Across the Spider Verse yet, you should know um, that there. You should not listen to this. <laughs> First off, you should. <laughs> if know you were you planning should, on watching it, listening. do not listen. Yeah. If you are not planning um, on watching, go watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, you can listen to a spoiler-free reaction in our main episode that we recorded Sunday night. Uh, that should be in your feed right now. So go back and listen to that if you want my non-spoiler thoughts. But now that Steve has seen it, this is going to be um, a rant and a rave full of spoilers. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot, a lot to spoil in this movie. So get out of here now if you haven't seen it. Um and now that that warning is laid down, Steve, give me, I talked on our last episode, <laughs> so you got to kick this off, man. You know that I loved it and we can get into yeah. details, but hit me with your thoughts, your feels, your off the dome reaction. Hit me. I mean, that was, that was kind of, it was the feels like that movie hit the right emotional notes, hit the right action notes, hit the right, absolutely beautiful animation notes. Incredible. And it, the the combination of the three was just like out of this world. I mean, yeah. it, everybody puts into the Spider Verse on a pedestal, rightly so. I I just saw it, so I'm not going to say the words, but it may or may not be better than the original. I know, I know. <laughs> like I, know. I can't I, commit I wanna... to it just from the newness, but because yeah. I watched Into the Spider Verse with my son two nights ago. Right. And I realized, I mean, I've watched it umpteen times. It still yeah. holds up every single every viewing. Time. Every time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We. I watched it uh, with my son and my wife uh, like a week before we went to see Across the Spider-Verse, or a week, a little more than a week maybe. Mm-hmm. And then tonight, um, those of you that are also in the Syracuse, New York area, you know that. Um, <laughs> the outside doesn't outside. happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because uh, there's apparently some wildfires in Canada that are wafting down and hitting central New York in a big way, and everything smells like everyone blew out their birthday candles at the same time. And um, it's like an orange haze, so yeah. you know it's unhe- unhealthy to breathe. Be well, that's my, my voice right now. right now. You might notice it's a little deeper. I was outside all day for work. Ugh, rough, dude. Yeah. That sucks. Um, but anyway, because we knew we couldn't play outside, we were like, let's have a movie night. We're mm-hmm. staying inside. What do you want to watch? And he said... I want to watch Into the Spider-Verse. And we said, That's okay. Great. So we watched half of it, and I just saw it a week ago. And I'm still like, yep, this movie <laughs> is <good>. awesome. <laughs> like, is, yeah. Well, so, we watched we watched Into yesterday. And then when he was done, my son immediately was like, "Can we? is there, is there another one? 
Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> oh. buddy, we'll see it sometime. Surprise. Little did we know his T-ball game got canceled today. Oh, sure. So yeah. my wife texted yeah, me and was like, hey, uh, you want to go see that? I was like, yes, nice. yes, I do. <laughs> so awesome. Awesome. sprinted back from and- work and went and saw it. It was cool going back to rewatch into the Spider-Verse and see all the continuity mm-hmm. that they nailed of across the Spider-Verse. The spider is glitching as it's on its way to bite Miles or as Miles going back to check it, it's glitching, which never I never occurred to me right. that, oh, it's glitching because it's from another universe. The spider that bites Miles is from another universe, mm-hmm. which they make clear in Across the Spider-Verse, but then you go back to Inner Spider, you're like, oh, of course it is because it's glitching. It's right there. It glitches as he goes to back... Check and be like, no, this is such a normal spider. It's boring how normal this spider is. It was like, oh, yeah, when you're in a different universe, you glitch. Right. Unless you got one of those magic watches. So, and then like the whole thing about the spot saying, you hit me with a bagel. We were like, we got to watch who gets hit with the bagel. There he is. That's him. That's him. It's yeah. just a background guy, but you're like, oh, that's the guy that becomes the main villain. Yep. Um, well, he's also that, not that the main thing, villain. Like, Isn't that weird? How yeah, cool is the when, spot? How That was great. Like, and yeah. how it started. And for it to, I mean, the spot being like what, <laughs> a joke, C list, uh, uh, you know, mentioned yeah. in the books somewhere. Right. Um, yeah. See, I wasn't, I wasn't even sure if he was in the books. I, I believe know he, if he was. was possibly made up for this movie. And I think I vaguely remember him being, but yeah, like super D list villain and he starts out that way and even in the trailers kind of made him look like a joke and he certainly starts out like a joke but then by the end of this movie you're like oh shit this is a problem this is a problem and his intensity is just he doesn't even have that much screen time no and And he he, goes away for a long time when they're in with miguel and the and the spider hq there whatever that world he's not any part of the movie for a long time then when he comes back, you're like, oh, shit, this is going to be this is the thrust of number three above beyond the Spider-Verse here. Yeah, he's Stop. been both a Spidey and Daredevil villain. Oh, OK. Did not know that. Wow. Well, that's cool. It might have been in an era that I didn't read. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, either way, it was just like when they told that origin story, I because I having just watched it less than 24 hours ago. Right. They pieced it all together and I, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I buy this. Cool. Like it's it's not like they set it up really in into the Spider Verse, but no. they they thread it enough, and I'm just like, I I completely buy this. I completely buy this. Of course, right. they tried the collider once before the time we saw them try it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and the spider came through. Yeah, we, it's enough. That's it. Works perfectly. Um, yeah. So let's keep going. What else? We talked about the spot. We're talking about how the continuity <laughs> is great. Let's go. Let's keep going. I love. Well, this even even the way it starts right off with the Gwen story, and yes. like yeah you get deeper into that and fill in those blanks and yeah, like the way they bury the lead on why she's not visiting Peter right through the whole whole, literally. Yeah. Or yeah. Miles, why her and Peter are not visiting miles. There we go. Um, I was like, I know he's involved somewhere. Um, but yeah, that it was so well done for them to hold it as long as they did. And actually like, make it pay off in the end. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because they kept hinting at like, okay, there's definitely a reason why they can't just visit Miles. Right. And especially when you get to the Spider-Verse headquarters, I don't know, I can't remember the name of it, that's just what I keep calling it. Right. Um, and there's so many other Spider-People there, you're like, okay, there definitely has to be a reason 
that they can't see Miles. Like, oh, it's because he is like Miguel calls him the original anomaly. Like he is, he was turned into a Spider-Man by a spider that was not from his uh, universe or his dimension. And therefore he cannot be a part of this in any way. Um, But uh, just so cool. Like, and while, I mean, okay, well you mentioned Gwen. Let's talk about Gwen. Okay. I love that opening. I did think, the fight with Vulture, I thought, was a little long. Like, when I say, like, when I said in my spoiler-free review that I thought it could have been trimmed a little bit, I felt like the, I was like, I would rather have more, like, story motion right here than just, like, an elongated fight with Vulture. I th- I still thought it was cool and looked cool. And, like, the right. Leonardo da Vinci-style animation was awesome. Yeah, was I, so get, cool. it, I get a hunch it was like, well, we can't cut that. It looks so damn cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we spent had, so much money on this. Con- kind of- like you said, the contrasting you had... That Da Vinci stuff, you had Miguel with the 2099 look. You had, like, yeah. everything going at each other. Ben Riley that looks like Dude. he's just drawn in a 90s comic book. Ben, 90, so ben cool. Riley might as well have been Rob Liefeld's, like, yeah. yep. come, art come to life. Right, like they hired him. He needed to a couple more pouches. Specific. Like, that's about yeah. all he yeah. needed to be straight out of the 90s. Yeah, I know. So good. So good. Um, uh, yeah, I loved initially more Gwen stuff. I loved that the captain Stacy is a bit, was a big part of the movie. Um, there is a, a theory going around on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen this, Steve, that, uh, Gwen is trans. I did see that. If you look, it kind of, it, it, like I I 100% see where they're picking up on that. It holds some water. She has a protect trans kids, poster in a room not yep. that you have to be trans to I, I have a shirt that says protect trans kids you know right. you don't have to be trans to you know be I have a trans flag but, um, D&D t-shirt like <laughs> yeah that's right yeah you have an awesome D&D t-shirt yeah um, but like the colors of her universe often are the same colors as the trans flag there that's emotional speech that she gives to her father at the end she's like drenched in those colors, that light blue, the pink and the white, like that's like literally reflecting the flag in her hair. And, um, and that speech is about like, I can't help but be who I am. This is who I am. This is who I'm trying to be. Right. And also the detail that someone on Twitter pointed out that captain Stacy on his uniform has a trans flag pinned to the, his shoulder of his uniform. And like Mm -hmm. what cop is going to put a trans flag on their shoulder unless they have a personal connection to a trans person it's not like you know right you know police officers aren't necessarily known for supporting just out, outwardly supporting lgbtq pride rights you right. know on their uniforms um so yeah, i don't know public I think servants that, in general are not known for like slapping things all over themselves saying yeah, i support exactly. all this other stuff yeah exactly so anyway i thought that was cool um and certainly you know, it doesn't take away from anything in the film. And I know oh, it was I, a nice little nod. Like that was, was certainly a nice little nod. And I would be surprised if they came out and made that. No, I think, in, I think it was very I, much I an ambiguous, just like uh, Mark Hamill when, uh, back in the, I think it was early two thousands. Oh yeah. Somebody asked him said, an inter- interview if Luke was gay. And he's, yeah. his response was, if you think he's gay, then sure. Yeah. Like, whatever, yeah, no, whatever your right. interpretation of that, that's what the character can be. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember first time I saw that video, I thought it was great. Yeah, you said. It was, they never specified it one way or the other. So if you think he's gay, yeah, he's gay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Loved Gwen. 
loved all that stuff. And like I said, like it's almost a Gwen movie. Like she is her like she's a big part of the first one, too. But the first one, the more of the emotional connection is Miles and Peter B. Parker and like their like Mm -hmm. teacher student relationship. And she doesn't come in until as Spider-Woman until later. She's, you know, Gwanda, Gwanda, please. Gwanda. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, you know, she has a real character arc and a real emotional um, thrust of the story hangs on Gwen, which I think is awesome. Um, And her relationship with Miles, we get a little bit more of that, too, which I Mm -hmm. think is great. Um, Yeah. Okay. so the spot he goes into the universe. um, Talk about Miguel. What do you think about Miguel O'Hara? I. So Miguel O'Hara is dark and brooding. Miguel O'Hara yeah. in this is even more dark and brooding. <laughs> he is like straight Batmaning in oh, 100%. this movie. He is the Batman of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. and there's and no I Bruce forgot, Wayne. It's straight up Batman. <laughs> yeah. I forgot um that he's a vampire. Yeah. Like Well, not I, not a yeah, but like part of yeah, his transformation because for anyone who doesn't yeah. know, he's not like a normal Spider-Man. Right. Like he he can't shoot webs. He can't do what like he doesn't have some of the he has the super strength and the speed, I think. Yeah. And that's it. And mm-hmm. like got a couple other augmentations like I think red laser eyes or something weird or red like have a vision. Spider sense? He does not he have does, a spider sense. He does not have a spider sense. Oh, yep. Okay. Um but like is aided by tech stuff like Lila, his assistant there and yeah. that sort of thing. Um different take on the character really unique really interesting in the books or can be interesting in the books he's had some shaky runs too but Mm -hmm. um just like any any yeah any character that's been around longer than you know a run yeah Um, exactly so but like yeah i don't know it's a weird it was a really cool uh interpretation of him and also that uh, Oscar Isaac is now the only three-time Marvel uh, character. Wow. Because he was Apocalypse. Yep. And he's Moon Knight and he's mm-hmm. uh, Miguel O'Hara. Um, well, I guess because he he voiced Miguel O'Hara in the post credit scene. So right. He always was. I guess he was when Moon Knight came out. He was. Uh, th- yeah, there's no one that's done three different. Not off the top of my head. I can't think. No, he's also in Star so. Wars. Uh, he just, you know, he's got to land a DC role so he can yeah. have all three main oh, yeah. universes. Yeah, between um, him and Pedro Pascal, they're just taking all the nerd money. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> just raking it in. Um, uh, yeah, I thought he was great, and it's really like it's like a magic trick that this movie pulls. Well, like it, there's a thousand magic tricks that this movie pulls off. Um, but one of them is there's not. I mean, there is and there isn't like a big bad villain of this movie. Like they set it up like, oh, the spot is this joke villain that's becoming an increasingly hard right. villain to track down. But then as they're looking for him, the movie kind of switches to having Miguel O'Hara be the antagonist because mm-hmm. he wants to stop Miles from saving his dad um, to protect the cannon. Yeah. And so you almost forget about the spot during that segment because it becomes so much about I need to save my dad. You're not going to let me now. Nah, right. I'm going to do my own thing. Like that whole sequence is so awesome. And then you're like, Oh, then like the spot crawls out and he's black with white spots. And now, and he's just headed towards and the city and you're like, like Oh, look, I almost forgot about that guy. This is yeah. bad. This is going to be bad. I yeah. had so many, uh, 
absolute carnage type vibes just by the art they used for spot yeah i don't know if you ever read that run i can't remember who the artist was on it but like the the depiction was very much and like even like the way they depicted the spots was very similar to like what some of the cletus type Yep. Uh, things were it was yeah, like, like tendrils and stuff yeah there's like swirls and stuff going around him and stuff yep. yeah it was really cool um speaking of that that i thought this while i was watching it and you know like we complain about x-men movies like the only thing that they the only story that x-men movies could ever think to tell was like dark phoenix stories yeah. like, yep. that's the only thing that was like we got to do this and i feel like sometimes uh spider-man material goes straight to black costume venom stuff whether it's toby mm-hmm. you know we're getting hints of it with the tom holland stuff now or like cartoons like it's all, like the video game that's coming out it's just like now nah, we got to do got to do venom got to do right. venom got to do venom not not even a hint well besides the cameo <laughs> or the spot goes to venom's universe but as far as like we're in that big like you know spider-verse headquarters not even a hint of a black costume. Oh no, or there were a couple anything. There were a couple black costumes. But were they like symbiote black costumes cuz I didn't see anything like that. I didn't, uh, I didn't I didn't think I saw any hint of like a symbiote. I know I saw one that was like the classic classic black suit. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know if it was like it, it might have been in a flash or a corner or something. It wasn't Yeah. They definitely didn't have any that were like there. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. Because there were a bunch they featured and like told you names of and that sort of thing. Right. And there was yeah. never there was never anything where they were at the forefront. But I remember seeing yeah. like one in the background somewhere. And okay. Like, I just I just think it's cool that like they're not even thinking about doing anything like that. Right. They're not even thinking about introducing a symbiote costume or anything. Like, By the way, I just I looked up the pencils that. on that Absolute Carnage run. It was Kate's and Stegman, and that is a hundred percent Stegman oh. art like thinking on it i'm like yep that makes sense so yeah um the lego scene dude (laughs) my son lost it so did so did my son just and so did i so did my wife we just it was so funny yep so funny i had an ear to your grin and he he was just like "Ah!" yeah um uh spider-man india so cool yeah that was great animation is incredible this is where the traffic is. The traffic's over here too. And we keep the traffic over here. Like <laughs> super funny. So funny. Um, uh, and the whole, the idea of uh, canon events and not changing canon events, like a captain Stacy dying or, um, you know, an uncle Ben, or I would assume a Gwen Stacy uh, in mm-hmm. those universes. Like, I thought that was cool. It was kind of like Dr. Hooey. Like, there's a fixed point in time. We can't do anything about it. Like, this right. is a canon event. It's got to happen. Um, I think that's really cool. And I don't know, in the comic books, does, does Miles' dad die in the books? Yeah, Jeff Davis does. He does. Okay, because I know he did in the video game. And I know, obviously, I know Uncle Aaron dies in the book. So I didn't know if the dad did also. Okay. Um Okay, so they're following that right along, but like, like what? I don't know. Just like, what a cool motivate, like what a perfect motivation, a perfect reason for him to be at odds with the other spider people. Right. A person, a reason for him to have to rebel and need to do his own thing, and like, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. Oh, I know. I care more about my family and 
the people that I love more than I want to be a part of it. Like that's like a realization of this isn't what I thought. And my family means more to me and is more important. Like such a great, like it just, it just makes so much sense. It's not just like, yeah, you got to fight this bad guy because he's being bad. You know, like it's a, they, they really are able to keep that human connection and human story um, alive and make sense and make his motivation grounded in his family and his love mm-hmm. and in like reality and not just like I'm motivated because I'm supposed to be motivated to fight this bad guy. No, I'm motivated because my dad's going to die. Like he's going to die if I right. don't do something. Um, um, what'd you just read? You saw uh, your face. Cause my, when, when you asked about his dad, I, my brain was yeah. like, ah, it doesn't sound right after I said it. Um, but it's a bit of a spoiler. So I don't know. Okay, then don't tell me. Yeah, so his dad like doesn't think, die. Like you think it's going to be a spoiler for like the, what they're going to do in Beyond the Spider-Man? I think I'm, yeah. Yeah. Have you read any well, dude, of the Bendis run or anything? I've read like the first like few issues of the Miles okay. Morales, but not not enough to get to. I don't think I even got to the reveal of um, Uncle Aaron being proper. Right. I don't think. Um, Which we'll so. get to more on the Prowler later. Yeah, we will. A couple times, actually. We'll yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I mean, you think it could be a spoiler, but also, like, they could do literally anything. Yeah. They, this is, like, their own story. I wouldn't be surprised if they stray from... So, it's Rio who dies in the books. Oh, okay. But I think she dies, like, saving Jeff, or there was something... Yeah, okay. So, I'm think like, I'm wondering if they go to that fixed point in time where his dad is supposed to die right and then instead his mom died kind of a no way homey yeah, type i don't know i i can't i don't know if they would do that yeah i don't know, I don't if know. They would do that i think it's he th- he's gonna save he's gonna save them both or or i mean i guess one or one of them's gonna die you know i don't think right it's gonna be a switcheroo um let's talk cameos <laughs> and easter eggs let's talk so easter many eggs of them cameos. so many um I'm going to go right to the right to the top of my list as far as cameos. Donald Glover. Oh, the, uh, there were me and two other people in the studio or in the theater were just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, there were. Oh, I was one of them. Audible gasp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the studio. <gasps> because those of you that are listening that maybe uh, don't realize this. Donald Glover plays Aaron Davis, uncle to. Okay, so we had a bit of a little technical glitch, and uh, we got cut off in the middle of our recording. If you're watching on YouTube, sorry, we're not going to re- we're not streaming no. anymore, right? Yeah, no, we are no longer streaming. Video is over. Going to finish this audio only. So anyway, I was talking about we we're talking about Donald Glover cameo and why the Donald Glover cameo is awesome, and it's awesome for a few reasons. One, Donald Glover plays Aaron Davis, uncle to Miles Morales in Spider-Man Homecoming. He is in that movie as Aaron Davis. And in one scene, he says something about, I got a nephew around this neighborhood. And everyone in the world that knew was when they saw that movie said, oh my God, he's talking about Miles. Mm -hmm. So like Miles Morales technically exists in the MCU. We just haven't met him yet because we've met his uncle. Aaron Davis is there. So that's cool. And now obviously this is a version of the character in this movie that in his universe has become Prowler and he's wearing this cool purple and green comic accurate 
Prowler yep. costume. And we so met Prowler one, in the first yeah. movie. Yes, his uncle exactly. Aaron. So you'll remember him from uncle. that. Right. So that's a tie-in perfectly. Yep. Also, just to go back a little bit more, Donald Glover is tied into the origins of Miles Morales than you may know. And you may may have said this on this podcast before, but between Sam Raimi stopping his trilogy, they announced he's not going to do Spider-Man 4, and they said they're going to reboot, they're going to cast a new Spider-Man. A guy named Mark Bernardin wrote this article about why uh, there's nothing within the character of Peter Parker that needs him to be a white person. Like, just he's like a kid from Queens, struggles with his personal life, you know, him and his aunt have you know financial troubles like there's nothing nothing intrinsically white about that and spider-man should be a black guy um donald glover read that article shared it on social media and started kind of low-key yeah, campaigning it was, to it was almost like a campaign yeah spider-man you're right yeah even so like he's on that show community and there was a couple scenes in an episode where he's just wearing spider-man like uh yeah, he like pajama, wakes up in one of them and yeah 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 it's like full suit um, <laughs> Yeah, like a reference to that. And uh, because of that article, because of Donald Glover trying to get cast as Spider-Man, comic book writer Brian Michael Bendis decides to create the character of Miles Morales. Says, you know what? They're right. There's no reason that Spider-Man can't be black. I'm going to create a black Spider-Man. And Brian Michael Bendis has adopted kids of his own that are uh, that are African-American. So he decides to create this character. So without this article, without Donald Glover... Miles Morales doesn't exist. So the fact that he's in this movie and the fact that he's in Homecoming and this movie is a huge reference to the the uh, what Miles Morales as a character owes to Donald Glover for his main existence. And shout out to um, commentator, comic book lover and commentator Koi Jandru, who pointed out the fact that uh, for an even further meta reason why this is cool. Mm-hmm. In real life, Donald Glover didn't get to be Spider-Man, so now he's the Prowler. In the movie, in Miles' universe, 42, there's no Spider-Man. The Miles of universe 42 didn't get to be Spider-Man, so now he's the Prowler. Spoiler alert for the end of that. Yeah, cross virus movie isn't that cool? <laughs> that I yeah, I didn't put two and two together on that, and that's that's kind of amazing. Did I? But it's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Um, anyway, so Donald Glover was my favorite cameo. I also loved the cameo from the video game Spider Man, yeah. just like animated yep. there, like he's standing on a PS Five screen. He's yep. like, we got this guy from video game, and we got this guy from video game. Well, like, oh did my you God, did amazing. you catch that uh, Genki was playing Spider Man the video game? Yes, I did. Yep. I did see that. Yep. Um, but he's quote unquote not the guy in the chair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's clearly a reference to Homecoming, where Ned is basically. They, I feel like Ned they is took Ganky. the character yeah. Ganky and made him and just changed the name. Because Ned, Ned, yeah, Ned in the the Holland movies is not Ned from no, the books yeah, yeah. in any way right. shape like yeah, not just, he's definitely not becoming hobgoblin let's put it that yeah, way it's just strange that they just didn't call him ganky like i don't know right. why that wasn't a thing but he like begs to be the guy in the chair so i thought that line was a cool yeah. reference to like i'm not your guy in the chair um uh i'm trying to think of other like Issa ray is uh is, oh Issa ray as jessica drew jessica drew oh my god she's cool yeah oh so cool 
which so uh, I yeah we're uh, for your since we're not doing the video i did find uh that cover oh damn yeah that's a great cover that's that a before. san diego comic-con 1323 of 2000 oh, uh, jtc cover i did also find that whoa snap miles morales <laughs> spider-man number one yeah where'd you get that where'd you find I, that i pulled it when the when it came out oh no way yeah oh, it's an original like i've i've opened it once when i read it and that wow. was it like all corners are intact there's one nick on the there's like one crease i was like yeah i'm gonna man. i'm gonna hold on to that one good but i oh. when i came back today i was like i gotta go back through small books because i thought i pulled that salad and run wow and you uh did. yeah yep apparently i did i have like one through 17 of that run wow congratulations so that nice. should that should work out well yeah uh, <laughs> um but, uh yeah, uh, oh, yeah is, like, jessica drew was just like yeah off the charts yeah she was so cool love that she had a motorcycle like yeah you know, uh, see other people on motorcycles too much it was awesome she did but in she's like, one of her iterations i think well also like spider woman like jessica drew spider woman isn't really much isn't very spidery all the time like she doesn't shoot webs or anything like that or swing around no kind of like o'hara she was more of a genetic experiment than a bit by a spider yeah. right exactly so i think uh, she, it makes sense I think that she had to like do with mount wondegore and oh you know what it was it was uh the high evolutionary oh was it really uh yeah I either that. i think her it was something like her dad worked with the high evolutionary or something Oh, wow. there's some weird connection, but yeah, strange. Um, but it makes no, sense. He's different. Need a motorcycle since she's not right. riding around or swinging around uh, Manhattan or whatever. Yeah. Um, super cool. Hobie Brown. Um, what's that? Hobie. Uh, Hobie Brown. Oh, fighter punk. Yeah. Like so much happened in this movie. I like, can't even remember. Oh, I'm just getting pieces stuff. and just saying it's them. Just like, <laughs> I was trying to think of cameos and I think the other cameos, I was just like the fact that Andrew Garfield is in this movie. Well, like with footage from like, oh, his yeah. movie, but like other live action things happen in this movie, you know, like, yeah, those like the great. Lego thing. It just switches to Lego for two seconds. It's right. just so cool. Just amazing. Um, bombastic um, yeah. Bagman was there. Yep. I saw Bagman, and obviously we got spider cat and, um, mm -hmm. web slinger, which was the, with the horse, the, yeah. uh, cowboy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, funny. spider Rex there. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, spider punk. So cool. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, in the non-spoiler thing, like the way that he's animated, like, yeah, um, on newsprint kind of, and like super choppy dot motion and, oh, just the coolest thing. Just well, that was, thing. I mean, it, sorry to tangent off of spider punk, but like when we first meet spot and he's going in and out of dimensions and each of them are like, he goes into that yeah. Saturday morning cartoon or a comic strip looking. Oh one. yeah! Oh my god! Like, I forgot about that. that. Was cool. Yes. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, and it's like a split second, Fuck, but you don't realize like, oh, that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Oh yeah, and then he pops into the Lady, that Lady of Venom yeah. store in the Venom movies. Yep. Yeah, which I thought. I think I feel like during that scene, I felt the theater like was on the edge of their seat, like is Tom Hardy going to walk into this scene right now? Like, is Tom Hardy going to be in this? Like, and then no, um, but still cool. But I, again, I like that there was no like venom or anything. Right. Storyline at all. Like keep that, let Peter deal with that. I also like, love that yeah. she, she didn't react completely deadpan at all because probably about five minutes ago, she just had. Yeah. Whole, she watched venom. venom interaction. Off of somebody. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. 
guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, it was so cool. Um, wasn't a lot of other like villain cameos. You know, um, it was all just like most of the camp because like he didn't really fight any villain besides the vulture fight in the beginning and yep. spot uh, and like the fighting between the spider people. But and you know, I, we get Prowler in the cage. And st- I know there was a couple like Doc Ox in those cages real quick. Like, yep. I, I, I got to see this movie. Oh, again. that was. Uh, yeah, I think one of I think Peter B. Parker mentions, oh, we got a bunch of Doc Ox here or something like Lila or somebody. And, and you hear Alfred Molina's yes. voice yep. say, hello, Peter, or something like that. that um, so that was when, weren't they going through like a danger room and like it was holograms of the Sinister Six or something when he was oh, getting I chased? Oh, I didn't notice that. I thought that was right during, um, while they, right when they said we got a bunch of Doc Ox. Oh, really? Um, hmm. But yeah. Because uh, I noticed there was like holograms of the Sinister Six there, like the original oh, Sinister Six. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep. Oh, I can't wait to go. Oh, they're like, we have this rhino, and it was like an actual rhino. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so, it's such, a, it's like a, almost two and a half hours long. Right. They do so much in it, and so much of it happens like so fast that I just can't, I need to, I need to see it again and a thousand more times. Um, my wife real uh, looked up or read that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the longest animated film ever made by an American studio. Really? Huh. Yes. Longest animated American film. Okay. That sounds that's, fun. I mean, I can't think of another animated film that's almost two and a half hours. or two hours and 20 minutes or whatever this is. But hmm. yeah, just so good. So um, the intensity really heats up towards the end of this movie. When you realize that Miles is in a different universe, not his universe. And I was like... Man, he's about to tell his mom that he's Spider-Man. Like, this is a moment, and I'm on oh, the yeah. edge of my seat, and he does it, and then they just pull the rug out from under you. She's like, who's Spider-Man? What are you talking about? And as soon and as he's, then, as soon as he has that realization, I'm like, how did I not see that? As soon as she said, who's Spider-Man? What are you talking about? I yep. go, oh, no. And my son mm-hmm. goes, what? And I go, he's in the wrong universe. He goes, what? And what? then it pops up, I'm in the wrong universe. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you meet Uncle Aaron and then brings him up. I was like, oh, he's a he's where he he whatever deals drugs or whatever with his uncle. He's a criminal in this universe. Right. And then as soon as Prowler showed up and knocked him out, I was like, oh, that's him. Mm-hmm. That's that's him. And I leaned over to my to my son because like my son is six and he's loving this movie. But there's so much oh. that he's not getting that's going over his yeah. head. And I'm like, like, there's so many times I'd be like, oh, my God. And he's like, what's that? And I'm like, well, this is a thing. From, <laughs> right. You know, and then you like, got to go like, explain like, that. Oh, because I, I, I said that in my non-spoiler thing, but I'll say exactly what it now. I'd be like, well, that's a guy that played Spider-Man in one of the other movies, buddy. That's Andrew Garfield or whatever. Like, yeah. that's from another actual Spider-Man movie. So it's cool. It's yep. things like that. So when I went, I think I went, oh, no. And he goes, what? I was like, it's going to be him. Like when he's tied to the mm-hmm. the punching bag and the guy's got, I was like, he goes, what? How? Because he's in a different universe. It's a different version of him. Like I was explaining yep. it. And then like, so it ends with the spot about to attack, um, man, about to attack Manhattan in Miles's home universe. Miles chained to a punching bag with prow- his doppelganger, Prowler's fists next to his head. And his finger on the chain, about to Venom strike the chain, and 
Gwen with Peter B. Parker, um, Spider-Man from India, mm-hmm. Spider-Bite, Peter Porker, Penny Parker, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, Noir, and Spider-Punk? Yeah, I Spider-Punk was there too. Forming like a Spider-Avengers team to go and rescue Miles and then it just says to be continued and mm-hmm. holy wow shit so i knew it was the first half my wife did not and she <laughs> looked over and she was like what <laughs> like yep yep, yep. i had to mention I had, that didn't i <laughs> i had mentioned to my wife and son that mm. i heard i heard that it was very much a part one of two so i think they were more okay but a friend of mine went to see it tonight also and right before we started this podcasting she texted me something like uh jesus effing christ with that ending <laughs> what the hell was that <laughs> yep. so i'm gonna have to end this and be like yeah it's part two but like i said in my non-spoiler review part two beyond the spider-verse comes out in less than a year folks march 29th 2024 we'll be able to find out the fate of this and my God, I just can't. I just can't. No, this movie's so it's good. Great. It's so good. It, yeah, I. I need to see it again. I got to see it again. Yeah, yeah. It was. But when the Flash is coming out soon, then indie like this, right? And then it goes summer, into everything. Like, it's like, how many times can you go to the movies? I know. I know. God. So yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Steve. Closing arguments. Anything? Um. um what do you think? Final thoughts. They killed it on the soundtrack again, too. Yeah, they did. It's like, I, I don't know. I. <laughs> it's like, how do you make a perfect movie? Here, hold my beer. I know. I know. Like, That's I what don't... I said in the other episode when I was like, it's so rare that you see a movie that is incredible. Yeah. And then the sequel is incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, on the same level of greatness. Like, right. they just. And I feel like. I have super now I have super high hopes for beyond the spider verse because they, I think, you know, they're making them both at the same time. You know, they made them both at the same time. So they had the story planned out. They know what they're doing. So I have all the confidence in the world that beyond the spider verse is going to be great. Yeah. No, that's yeah. That's going to be absolutely insane. Yeah. And then, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, come on, they're making another spider verse movie. I'm sick of these things. (laughs) I'll be telling my grandkids like, oh, when Into the Spider-Verse came out, it was a big deal. Nobody right. had seen a female Dr. Octopus before. That's uh, still like when I watched it again, I was like that reveal was just like still still held up every time. It, it's incredible. And I had to I had to tell my son. I had like literally the, the joke that I just made. I literally had to explain to my son that like this was the first time because Spidey and, and his amazing friends, Dr. Octopus is a woman. Yep. Also. So, Which of course came in, out after, came out after. But so in his six-year-old brain, he's seen the only two versions of Doctor Octopus he's seen have been women. That's true. Yeah. So he doesn't know anything else. So I was like, dude, yeah, he's always been a man. And when I saw Into the Spider Verse for the first time, we had no clue that that was going to be Doctor Octopus yep. because it's not a man. So it was mind blowing, and he just didn't really understand it. But you know, right. it's true. It's true. Um, so yeah, it has. Um, go ahead. Mayday Parker too. Oh, Mayday! That was yeah. great. That was Don't so great. Mom. Great line <laughs> at the end. Don't tell mom. She pulls down the thing. Oh, it was awesome. 
Soon, as like, soon as they get home, MJ is like, you took her out again, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I saw people online like, why is he bringing a baby everywhere? Like, who cares? Because it's adorable and it's funny and it's amazing. Like, because he's a dad and he's gonna. That's just because. Who cares? It's a comic book. Right. Because she's going to be Spider-Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And it's funnier and it's more interesting. But so anyway, yeah, um, seeing that movie, talking about it, thinking about it, talking about it with you, just making me want to just rewatch all the Spider-Man movies yeah. again. I might, I literally might do that. I really might do that. Start with Spider-Man one, Sam Raimi. Hmm. So good. Why not? Yeah. Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> or at least I'll at least for, watch the ones that I like. I'll skip the ones that I think are bad. But no, know, for the summer like, series, maybe we should do that and just go through all the Spider-Man movies and like record a quick reaction to them. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Well, maybe more to come. Maybe we will. Maybe this will be a. We'll workshop that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe because it depends on what like if we're going to be doing. I guess we haven't done show recaps in a while, so we'll see. I mean, see. Invasion's coming up, and then Ahsoka. We'll have to do... Ahsoka, we definitely will need to. 100%. Ahsoka may yeah. need a night of, <laughs> depending on how good it is. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. All right. Well. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to our spoiler-free reaction to Cross Spider-Verse. Um, if, for some reason, you've listened to this and you haven't seen it, you should still go see it because it'll still knock you out. Like, right. You should like see the, the, the level of excitement that we've had. And yeah, and, and the... You know, the visuals alone, like I mentioned in the non-spoiler thing, like the the visual, oh, what I was talking about when the uh, the visuals were making me emotional, it was that scene between Gwen and her dad towards mm. the end. Yeah. When she's, and like the backgrounds just like go from like specific drawn and they just get less and less concrete. They get more and more like abstract and it's just like moving shapes after a while. I'm yep. just like, this is gorgeous. It's just like speaking to my heart in a way that I've never had a movie for. It's just right. Like by the end, they're not in a experience. room. It's just kind of, yeah, they're just in a space. Right. It's just, Oh, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you haven't seen this movie that we just talked about for like 40 minutes or whatever, uh, you should go see it. Um, and, um, if you have, let us know what you thought of it. Yeah. If we missed something that you loved or if you hated it, if you're a crazy person, now nah, I'm sure there's people out there that don't like it, but let us know why you wouldn't possibly like this incredible film. Um, let us know what you loved about it, and um, and I'm sure we'll keep talking about it as we either see it again or you know, this is this is the bar for me at least this summer so far. Guardians, 100 percent. Had set it, and now this knocked it out of the water. Guardians, Guardians set a high great. bar too. Like, but yeah, this is this is a level above. I don't expect anything to to surpass this as far as like there might be, you know, because I'm a DC guy, I might like the flash more, but I don't think there's a way that I will believe that the flash is a better movie. You know what I mean? Right. You know, even if flash is more my taste and my speed. Mm-hmm, wow. Wow. Uh, I don't know that it. I don't think that there's a better movie that's going to come out this summer than across the spider verse. No, I think better quality made film. I can't imagine. I think that really that set the bar very high. Too high. Yeah. Too high. (laughs) Like, what is the next Tom Holland movie going to do that could possibly? (laughs) Well, we said that we're not we're not even going to see that before the next one comes out. Like, there's going to be two of these before we see a live action Spider Man again. No, (laughs) it'll be like the funny thing is, come on, right? The funny thing is, like when 
so many people didn't see into the Spider-Verse that all they know is the live action stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which is crazy to me. Although, apparently this did like 120 opening weekend. Yeah, it's the second highest so, grossing movie. It's like uh, it's like in the top 10 of highest grossing movies of the year. And it's been out for less than a week. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, second highest grossing weekend after Mario um, over any other live action film. Yeah, 120 so. domestic was the official number. Yeah, and it's going to so. do, it's going to hang on. It's going to hang on for sure. Um, and it's a, it's a competitive summer. So 208 but, total, 88 overseas. Wow. And that's not with, I don't believe that was released everywhere. So, yeah, it's doing wow. pretty good. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll hang on probably at least through 4th of July. They'll keep it in theaters at least through 4th of July. And it'll it'll do quite, quite well, I believe. Yeah, my, my son was uh, very adamant before he went to sleep tonight of, when can we see that again? Nice. I was like, mm, we can watch the first one again, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, my son was Try. the same way. He's like, I gotta see that again. And I was like, well, see, buddy. We yeah. can watch the first one as many times as you want. And so We had the like same said, conversation with Super Mario where trying to understand release dates as a five-year-old is mildly <laughs> really esoteric tough. as a concept. Yeah, especially when they grew up being able to watch anything they want at any time right. of day and with didn't, streaming. And <laughs> like didn't know what a movie theater was until they were... <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I know, because they didn't go during the... Right. Movie. Yeah, for sure. Yep. <laughs> it's like from ages three to five, you couldn't go to movie theaters, so... Yeah. 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 Amazing. Anyway, that's Across the Spider-Verse. One of the best movies I've seen in an incredibly long time. Since, since the last the one. Yeah. yeah, since the last one. So uh, that's all I got. You got anything else, Steve? No, I think that's about it. Uh, if you want to check out the spoiler-free review, uh, check out our last episode on our podcast feed. If yeah. you're watching on YouTube, you aren't because we're not recording it. So <laughs> that's fine. But if you want to, go check us out and leave some comments and subscribe. Uh, also, review everything on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out. Um Multiverse Report on all your socials, themultiversereport at gmail.com, themultiversereport.com. Thank you, Canada, for my voice. And beyond that, uh, yeah. All right. So that's it. Uh, Until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the Spider-Verse.